Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. I know so many people that are so excited for the fall. Like they can't wait to start wearing sweaters, cozy up to the fire with a warm drink. And then there's me. And I don't want to be like everyone else. I don't want to say that I'm also looking forward to those things. No, I want to pretend that I'm different and say that I love summer so, so, so much and I don't want it to end. And that's partially true. I'm not lying. I love summer. But yesterday it dropped to 70 degrees and I kind of lost it a little bit. I opened up all the windows. I lit a bunch of candles. I wore a long sleeve shirt and I am so excited for the season to fully change so I can bring out all of the sweaters. All right, I have to admit it. I'm excited for the fall. Teacher Beth Moore hit me with these words of wisdom today, Kara. Uh-huh. She says, the Lord has taught me a very simple but life-altering practice. When I wish for something I had in Christ but I lack, I think he's telling me to simply ask for it. Ooh. And this is such a simple truth. Yeah. But think about how often this escapes us, right? Like, do you ever look at somebody else who seems to really have it together in their spiritual life, right? Mm. They have a living, breathing relationship with Jesus, and you wish you had that too. Mm. Yeah. Ask him for it. Oh. Right? Ask him and ask him and ask him and believe that the God who did not spare his own son will mm. freely give you the riches that abound with knowing Jesus. Wow. And this can apply to so many areas in our spiritual life, right? Yeah. Like, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, increase my faith, mm. right? Lord, I want to love people. Please pour your love into my heart. Mm. God, I want to be generous. Forgive me for my greed and my selfishness. Fill me with your generosity. Wow. And this might be kind of like Christianity 101. Yeah. To ask for God's help. Sure. <laughs> and yet we so often don't get this. I know. At least I don't. Yeah. And I find it utterly amazing that we've been invited by the king of the universe mm. to ask him and we will be given to us. Yeah. And to knock and the door will be opened. And yet so often we don't take advantage of that mm, offer, right? So true. So maybe mm. reflect on this today. What do you want? Wonder, curiosity, a love of scripture, a love of people, maybe your enemies, mm. a love of prayer, adventure, worship. Most importantly, an indescribable love for a savior that you cannot see. Mm. Beth Moore says, ask him for it and then thank him in advance because you'll have it. It's only a matter of time. Mm. You may have heard of red flags and you may have heard of green flags, things to be aware of or things to look for in a relationship and your significant other. But have you heard of beige flags? This is something that just tickles my funny bone. I think it's funny. It's kind of like this neutral, neither good, neither bad, just a fact about a person. Things like someone being really bad at directions, you know, they get lost all the time, or maybe they can't tell their left from their right. That would definitely be me. My husband can attest I am very bad at knowing my left from my right. But another beige flag I think I would have is being a little picky when it comes to water. I really like my filtered water, man. Like filtered water is somehow really important to me. But what about you? What is your beige flag? Have you ever thought about that? Anson, I don't necessarily consider myself an athlete. Uh, let's. I mean, let's take the word necessarily out of there. <laughs> I don't consider myself an athlete okay. at all Fair. until I read about a competition going on in Montenegro where uh, they are competing 
to be the laziest citizen. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is, yes. Sounds like an intriguing competition. It, it does, doesn't it? And they actually call them athletes. They must <laughs> remain lying down in bed continuously. Wow. Uh, they're allowed like 10 minute breaks for a bathroom break every eight hours. <laughs> Otherwise, they're locked into this fierce competition wow. to see who can exert as little physical effort as possible. This has been going on for the last 12 years. Oh my goodness. The winners earn like over $1,000. Wow. And uh, as of yesterday, the seven remaining, quote, athletes <laughs> have been lying down for 463 hours. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I can actually see how after that long, it could yeah, actually be kind of difficult. It could actually start to hurt. Yeah. I could see you could start to have some <laughs> aches and pains. But I'm just saying, if there's any athletic competition I stand a chance mm -hmm. at, this might be the one. Okay. Hey, it's Zoe here with you on Real FM, and earlier I shared a bit of statistical information, some research concerning couples and how opposites attract and how it's actually a good thing if you don't have the exact same hobbies and interests as your partner and you can kind of share with each other and learn about each other and that's kind of a fun process and actually it kind of relates to what I've been experiencing the past week. My husband is a video gamer and I like video games but I am not good at video games so I don't really play them that much and my husband had bought me an Xbox a little while ago and he has taken it upon on himself to get me to play video games with him. And it's actually really sweet that he wants to make this an us thing, an us activity that we play video games together. And so I've been really working on my Xbox gamer control skills and it is a learning curve, it's a learning process and probably my favorite thing about this whole thing is just seeing him light up and get so, so excited and cheer me on and be like just so invested in me and us spending this quality time together. That's my favorite thing about this. Plus, killing monsters in Monster Hunter is very satisfying. My favorite thing about the various world records that we celebrate here on the show are the random prepositional phrases that are added to the ends of the world records. <laughs> yeah. So, for example... <laughs> A seven-year-old cockatoo has laid claim to the title of fastest parrot. Oh. Wait for it. Oh. Prepositional phrase at the end. <laughs> on wheels. On wheels. <laughs> <laughs> totally changes the dynamic of the record. It really does. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a cockatoo that rides a little scooter around. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. There's a video of it. Yeah. It like holds the handles what? with its mouth. That's so cute. And then it puts one foot on the little scooter. Oh. And pushes itself with That's the other one. Adorable! And he traversed a distance of five meters or about 16 feet in about 14 <laughs> seconds. That's so cute. Riding his little scooter. Ah! I just, it makes me think, like, what other interesting prepositional oh. phrases could we add? Could we add to this? To the end of that phrase, That's right? That's a really good question. The fastest parrot on wheels. Yeah. The fastest parrot, like, in Arkansas. <laughs> The fastest parrot in water. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting and probably still relatively <laughs> slow. <laughs> probably. I think it's kind of funny how we will know something about ourselves, we'll know something to be true, and yet we'll go against it thinking this time will be different. I mean, that is literally the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. For me, my eyes, I guess I'm just super sensitive to blue light. Like if I'm looking at my phone before bed, there's no way I'm going to sleep. Like I just have the worst night if I do something like that. My husband, 
on the flip side of things, I don't know how this happens. I don't know how he's trained his body to do this, but he can stare at his phone and then bam, go right to sleep. No issues. And that's what happened for me last night. We were bonding over memes together, looking at them on his phone, and then, oh, you know, we're both tired. We should go to bed. He conks out, and I struggled the whole night. And so here I am today, shaking my head at myself, thinking, what were you thinking? <laughs> you know better. You know you shouldn't do that. Oh, it's so frustrating. I know this about myself, and yet I don't listen. What is my problem? Do you ever look at an advertising campaign, Anson, and wonder, is someone just like playing a joke on us? <laughs> is, is this like April Fool's Day? And they're just trying to see like, will people actually fall for this? Yeah. Advertising feels that way sometimes. Sometimes it does. And this new product from Gatorade is kind of hitting me that way today. Okay. Uh, you know how most of their beverages are like neon colored and right. like super strong flavors? Mm -hmm. Well, now um, their latest beverage. Oh, yeah. This is a game changer. Oh. It's water. Oh. <laughs> like just water. Just water. Just water. Just water. water. Well, I would say just water. <laughs> en enhanced oh, water. Enhanced water. It's like, oh, no, it's called functional water, <laughs> which is... <Wait. laughs> Which is even better. Is it most water functional? It's, I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, this water is perceived to have additional health perceived. benefits. Perceived. It's a, it, it's a strong claim. It's an electrolyte infused unflavored water that's filtered with a seven step filtration process yeah. and contains alkaline as well as enhanced pH levels. Let's just be honest. None of us know what any of that means. No, it's just water. So they, I, It's just water. But we're going to buy it because they're like, look, it's functional water. Right, and it has the Gatorade label on exactly. it. Exactly. So. I feel like they're just playing a trick on us. In Florida, they are using Lego bricks to build buildings. Okay, that is a lot to break down. First of all, of course this is happening in Florida because Florida. Second of all, are you serious? Like real Lego bricks? Well, that's kind of stretching the truth slightly. It's not literal Lego bricks from the great land of Denmark. No, it's the kind of like the Lego technique, if you could think about it. They're taking this special kind of material. I don't get into the sciencey nonsense of it, but imagine special material that they are making into these bricks that interlock. So they're kind of building houses and buildings like you would build a Lego house. And there's adhesive that they, you know, as if you were gluing Legos together to keep your structure intact. That's basically what they're doing in Florida. And you know what, if it works, it works. They say it takes a lot less effort. There's no welding, there's no like concrete, like all this stuff is gonna save time and money, I, I think. But also, isn't it just more fun to build that way? Hanson, I don't have kids, but I have fur babies. Yeah. And uh, I have learned that if my fur babies are in need or in pain, there, there's a lot that I will do to make them feel better. Mm. Like, I, I know you hear those crazy stories about people performing like superhuman acts of strength to like <laughs> save their babies. Uh, yeah. I'm not putting it past myself to be okay. able to do something like wow. that if the kitten is in jeopardy. Yeah. And apparently this applies to other people as well uh, because recently <laughs> there was a story about a teeny tiny kitten that fell down a storm drain. Rescuers were called to the scene uh, and 
They worked with local police to move a 5,000 pound concrete slab on top of the storm drain. Oh my goodness. To rescue this tiny little kitten. Wow. And they used like, I mean, big machinery, like large jacks, yeah. a hydraulic rescue. The jaws of life were called out. Oh my goodness. And they reached this kitten that was like 30 feet down in the ground, rescued it successfully. They've named it Lawrence. It's coming along very well. <laughs> got taken to the animal hospital and it's going to be ready for adoption in no time. I got to say the, the, the picture is hilarious. I've never seen a kitten's eyes so big. Like, that kitten has seen some stuff, uh-huh. but it's been rescued by the jaws of life. And there's like this whole giant team of like grown men with big muscles <laughs> that were like, we must rescue the kitten. And I was like, yes, every time. This just tickled my funny bone. So apparently the VMAs happened recently, the music awards, I think. I don't really care. But what I do think is funny is that Selena Gomez was there, and she, I guess, stood or sat very still, very stiff, tried not to emote, tried not to do anything, because she said on her Instagram, I will never be a meme again. I'd rather sit still than be dragged for being myself. Much love. Oh yeah, really feeling the love with that tone, (laughs) Selena Gomez. But I get it, you know, you don't want to become a meme, your face is already everywhere, I can relate to that. But the ironic part of this is that despite her best efforts to not be memed, she still got memed because she was so still and awkward sitting there at the VMAs. People would comment and say, me, in any social event. Or, no, because Selena Gomez is so real, like, this is me at any social event. And that is relatable, just not knowing what to do with yourself in social situations. So I'm sorry, Selena. You've become the thing that you sought to destroy. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.